0: it's Chad and Evan Daly with material from Chad and Evan's live show on 104.9 The Wolf. From the Raptors on February 25th when the Detroit Red Wings are in town, which is a great game to do it because he played there. Canadians, Blackhawks, uh, Red Wings, Atlanta Thrashers, I do believe. Yeah, I mean, there are a few people when I think of uh, Chicago Blackhawks and iconic players as, you know, Bobby Hall. Oh, yeah. Then you get into like Ed Balfour. Okay. Eddie, G- Jeremy Ronick, Eddie is another one, and big, big local connection here with Chelios too, as he is was a uh, former Moose Jaw Canuck. Is that right? That is correct. Back in the SJHL, he is a former Moose Jaw Canuck. Dude, he, uh, I remember uh, when I was when I was a kid, I loved the Chicago Blackhawks, and I don't know why I probably because of, of Wayne's didn't. World. No, it was before Wayne's World. Like, I went, like when I was like a, like a little, little kid. And I, had, like I would always want like Chicago Blackhawk jerseys and stuff. I think it was because I really liked their logo and all and that. That logo thing. is so it's iconic. Still iconic. Uh, but he, so I heard a story about Chris Chelios from a friend of mine. Uh, he said that Chris Chelios used to not hold back on partying. Okay, No, he did not. Uh, but he would always be the first one at the gym the next morning Hmm. because he would drag a bike into the sauna and he would bike his hangover out. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that exact same story before. Like this is some like he would just, he knew he partied. He was like, Hey, listen, I know I want to live that party lifestyle and I want to do it, Mm -hmm. but I'm also going to deal with the consequences the next day. And And he would just deal with them. Right And like, the they like, play like that The most playoff games ever Like he's played 266 yeah. games Not a very big guy either Well, no, he was only about 5 foot 11 Yeah Thick like stocky Sure Hell of a player Smart But he played player. like a big guy Oh yeah Incredible how he played Tough as nails Yeah I would not want to get hit by him. Body contact or a punch. I don't want to get punched by anyone. Let's his just face nose it. was as crooked as a mountain And rode. that's why. Lots of, lots of beating up, eh? Just taking lots of shots in the face, oh, yeah. pucks and everything. Oh, yeah. But that's why, that's why they wear visors now. Yeah, for you know, sure. Brought that in. But yeah, that's great that they're actually retiring his jersey. So an exciting year all around for the uh, for the Chicago Blackhawks with regard. <sighs> yeah. Number one overall pick and now retiring... Uh, Chaliosa's jersey should have stayed a should have stayed a, a Blackhawks fan. But you I don't guess. have a team. That's right. I do now. You randomly cheer for Vegas, but no. I guess I'm going to cheer for no. No, I'm <laughs> I'm staying with Vegas. Okay. And sure. Chicago Blackhawks are my number two team. Chad and Evan Daly. Yesterday in a Los Angeles courtroom, Danny Masterson sat down and uh, had to uh, sit in front of a judge as uh, victims read victim impact statements. Uh, about his, uh, I guess he's convicted of these crimes. Uh, now he of, is of yeah. rape. So we now know Danny Masterson will be sentenced. He's been sentenced thirty years to life in prison. Could end up being his entire. Well, it probably will. I mean, he's forty-seven, so even if he is in there for just thirty years, seventy-seven years. Year, Gee, seventy-seven yeah. years old. But um, yeah. Do the crime, buddy. Yeah. I mean, like he, so he uh, was convicted of raping two women uh, about 20 years ago. And here's the, there's two, like, I mean, of course this is a horrible case, but he sat there emotionless mm-hmm. as they read the statements. Doesn't look like he cared. Okay. Uh, he, throughout the whole process, throughout the whole trial, he tried to bring up, bring church of the church of Scientology into it. Yeah. Repeatedly, you they know, have former Scientologists taking the side of the women, right, yeah. yes, former Scientologists, like Leah ramini, I think was yeah. one of them from King of Queens, yeah, um, but then you have uh, just imagine being these victims, okay, so you have Danny Masterson do that, and then you see him become this prominent Hollywood figure, a beloved actor in Hollywood. While you know what he's done to you, then you think, like, you can't, you've got to be thinking life is unfair. And then, Mm -hmm. and and I'll even say, I loved Danny Masterson. I thought he was great. I thought he was hilarious. Mm -hmm. Not only as Hyde on that 70s show, but I thought he was good on The Ranch. The Ranch, he was great on The Ranch. Yeah. And he he was, he had that dry sense of humor about him and as Hyde, yeah, he was great as Hyde on that 70s show. Yeah. But, man, you hear these stories of God, celebrities can get away with so much. But then using Scientology, right, and going that route to escape this for years. So this goes back to, like, 2017 when he was first accused. Yeah, because, of course, he had a lot of money, and in the Church of Scientology, money means a lot. Mm-hmm. So he probably had a higher, like, a very prominent, you know, status within the Church of Scientology, and he used that, yeah, exactly, to maintain silence. So, so the jurors took eight days in this case to, to deliberate and try and figure out what was going to happen. So they found him guilty on the two charges. There was a third charge that, that they didn't find him guilty on. I don't think they need to now because no, if no. he's getting 30 years to life. It would have been guaranteed life then. Oh, boy. Chad and Evan Daly. you ever wanted to go to Burning Man? Yeah. Yeah, you had. Did you have that moment in your life where you're like, I want to go to Burning Man just to see what it's about in the Nevada desert? Right? Yeah, you know, because it, you know, it, it looks fun. I know, I know b- yeah. many people that have gone and they they really enjoy their time there. A Friend of mine goes every year, loves it. Yeah, loves it. Yeah, and that's it's, cool. It's, you know, there's a lot of people there. Sure. It's, it becomes its own little city. Well, it's a unique thing, right? Because you're not allowed to have money. You're not allowed to use money at all. Mm-hmm. It, it's all a bartering system. Everybody, you live within a camp. Right, so you have your own camp you've that you written, live within. It's like I have buttons. Would you like some buttons? Right, and then and then you trade for that bumps for buttons. Yeah, is what they call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this year's Burning Man was a little bit of a disaster. Yeah, because sure of all was. the rain. Mm-hmm. They were like, it's the desert, and when the desert gets hit with rain, it can be an absolute mess. So you've got the alkali, right? Acidic mud. Yeah, and it, nobody could. You couldn't walk in it. People were were trapped. You they had to shut down pretty much all the festivities And they told everybody Just stay in your camp Like literally stay in your tent Did, did your you camp what, or whatever what it is What else happened? What? The shrimp? I'm looking at one right now They're That's terrifying. why I brought this up Prehistoric dinosaur shrimp is what they call these things Yeah, they lay dormant for years And the, na- the, the rain at Burning Man brought them out You could eat them They're running out of food You eat those little shrimpies but they look disgusting. Well, if you're hungry, you'll eat anything. They look like, uh, you know how w- when you see all those, uh, those fossils of those like shell-like creatures? Yeah, yeah crustaceans. See yeah, well, that's what these look like, but they're little tiny things. Huh? Imagine being high on acid in the middle of the desert, nope. and all of a sudden, nope. these, these, these dinosaur shrimps start crawling out of the sand. You don't even have to be high on acid to be freaking out about that. You just be sober. I'd be like Kevin Bacon in Tremors. I'd be pointing shotguns at the dirt. <laughs> Chad and Evan Daly. Dare I bring up compost in front of somebody who lives in Pilot Pute? But don't you dare. Do you have the green bins? We've had the green bins for oh, years, Chad. Go. Years. We've okay. been, we were composting in green bins before composting in green bins was even a... Thought it was even a twinkle in the city of Regina's eye. Okay, all right, calm down. So in Regina, the green bins are fairly new. I think they're taking everything to the dump personally right now because well, nowhere to dump yeah, it. Where are they putting it? That's exactly it. Where where's it? Where else would it be going? It's just I practice mode right it. now. It's just practice mode. Um, but uh, a lot of uh, a few residents anyway are have noticed that uh, the green bins, huh, are getting filled with maggots. Uh, yeah, so be, I know well that's the thing though here's the thing people are freaking out about it they're yeah, opening was, the green bins they're seeing maggots you do understand what composting is correct yeah no I don't think like, people do that's what maggots do and worms do it too yeah that's what composting is that is the act of compost flies get in there and they lay eggs yeah and then they turn into maggots and then they make the your garbage into dirt yeah because they poo the, the food out that's what happens Dirt is maggot poop and worm poo. I don't know if that's actually. A I don't know if idea. it actually is. Either. That might not be Worms true at all, for sure. But I but I understand what composting is. Uh-huh. It's when you just leave it to these creatures. It breaks the down. They and and like there's probably maggots having sex in your in your compost. I'm, again, I'm not sure about the reproductive act of what a maggot does. I have no idea. But I can tell you this. Okay, you tell me. You would not. You would like y- me. You particular Evan, yeah. would not be impressed. What goes on in your compost bin at night? Well, I'm gonna have to set up a camera. And no, you don't want to do that. But but anyway, I'm saying, don't freak out when you see maggots in your compost bin. Yeah, <laughs> this, this, <laughs> what this, the city has suggested if this is that big of a deal for you, maybe rinse your compost bin out. And oh like my God, disgusting! Yeah, no, you don't rinse it out. No. No, you let it. You you have to let it fester in the hot sun. That's right. What are you doing? Dragging your compost bin into your kitchen every time? Well, we kids haul it back into the living room. I made my neighbor Dylan gag because I used uh, uh, sheep manure on my yard this year. Oh, and when I would cut the grass the first few times (laughs) and put put some of it in there, I open it up. (laughs) (laughs) Chad and Evan daily. So the one chip challenge. me, I'm Chad. I ate two of them. Somebody's. Oh, jumping look at inclusion. me! My name's Chad. I like the hot chips. So a kid has died. Uh, <laughs> I didn't die eating the hot chips. My no. name's Chad. No, seriously, a teenager died after yeah. eating uh, one of the chips. You uh, we were talking about this, I know, Well, while, while I was on vacation, because I'm always on vacation. That's right. Uh, but, uh, like, Pocky, which is the uh, company that makes the uh, One Chip Challenge, mm-hmm. along with, actually, several other delicious chips, not just the One Chip Challenge, but they're actual chips like that they sell in store to, like, consumers. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. They're decent. Yeah. Uh, but they have pulled the One Chip Challenge from shelves because of this. Good. In a statement... Uh, the company said uh, that the one chip challenge is intended for adults only with clear and prominent labeling, highlighting the chip is not for children or anyone sensitive to spicy foods. Um, if you don't know what the one chip challenge is, super spicy chip, it's one chip, kills your guts, like just mm-hmm. ruins them. Now, is if you it- you have an ulcer, don't, don't. No, God, no. I did, so I did the one chip challenge many years ago. And I didn't find it to be that bad. Was it spicy? Yeah, it was really, really spicy, but it didn't kill me. Then last year you were talking about this, Tegan and I did it. it. It was spicy. It was really hot, hotter than the previous year, but that's not what got me. It just tore my guts up to the point where I was legit thinking I might have to go to the emergency room. I'm in a lot of pain here. You see, and you guys made fun of me. I don't regret oh, not no, doing no, it whatsoever. I won't do something stupid like that. I will that. never do it again. I, in fact, well, I, will can't ne- now. Well, no, but I will never <laughs> do another heat challenge like you, hot food. No, not, like, not doing wings, it ever again. Certain hot wings I'll do. But like if they're like the extreme spice or something like that. No, no, right. no. I like, I like, you know, hot hot sauce. Mm -hmm. But not like ultra hot sauce. I'm not not one of those people. You don't you don't like it painful. No, no I like the heat where you're like, I like to sweat a little bit when I'm eating. Yeah, I feel that I feel that right (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I don't like the pain part of it. No, No, no. the idea that is just ridiculous. And then when you eat spicy food like that Look out tomorrow. Well that and you got to wash your hands well before you go to the bathroom. Oh, yes big time Chad and Evan daily yesterday the Regina police service Announced that they'll be leaving marked police cars mm-hmm. in, quote, areas of concern around our city. Okay, so they're just going to park there and hang out? And- uh, well, no, there's not going to be any cop in them. Okay? Oh, well, this sounds like and, a will. In fact, a lot of them, yeah, they will not be occupied. Some of the vehicles are even decommissioned. But they're doing it... <laughs> <laughs> they're doing it to, uh, I guess, try and... Uh, Curb crime? Right. They'd be like, like, oh, look, there's a cop. Don't do anything. Right. Exactly. There's no one in there. Okay, so I'm... (laughs) Now, I'm no expert on crime, all right? And I'm no expert on the psychology of people committing crimes. But I can tell you this. Mm -hmm. You've already blown your cover a bit. Right. When you release it in a press release. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, okay? does it? So you're basically telling everybody, hey, look, this is the tactic we're going to be using, and there are going to be a lot of police vehicles around town. Oh, crap. What did we do? Why did There's we say this out loud? Are going to get vandalized? Like, don't say this out loud. There'll be cameras on them, I'm sure. Maybe. I don't know. But, I, I, like, I mean, I get it for traffic issues. Because when I'm driving, if I see a, v- a, a cop car, I slow down. Even if I'm not speeding, I just naturally go, ooh, check my... I'll, I'll give the brakes a little tap. I always do. Right. So if I see one that doesn't have anybody in it, sure, that'll probably make me slow down a little bit. Not, But again, I'll also now be looking to see if there's anybody even in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Right? So why would they announce this to the public? Doesn't make sense, does it? I it makes know. no sense. Maybe they could... If, if, if you're an officer and you're listening, maybe you could text us and explain how this makes sense, announcing something like this. And I'll tell you, as we're talking sense, let's Mm -hmm. get some street sense here. And I'm I'm gonna tell you this idea is fit for the pit. Chad and Evan, Daily. Yesterday, Rolling Stone Magazine. Yeah? Published allegations against one Jimothy Fallon. You see, Jimmy Mm -hmm. Fallon. Jimmy. No, I made that up. James. Uh, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, has you know he he runs uh, the Tonight Show. Okay, right. he's the right. host of the Tonight Show. He doesn't run it. But uh, allegations from two current and fourteen former employees, including production crew and writers, uh, they claim that they uh, that basically it's a hellish place to work. Hmm. Uh, they say you never know which Jimmy you're getting. Some days it might be a happy upbeat Jimmy. Other days he is hellish to work with. Uh, They say that he will throw hissy fits. Um, He's also known to really like uh, bully people, belittle people. Uh, He also, uh, they say that if you know that if Jimmy's in a bad mood, you need to focus on whatever it is you're there to do, because if Jimmy sees you doing otherwise, he will go off on you. Um, Hmm. So now, he's like the Ellen of late night. Right. So that's what they're they're comparing this to. And you look at them, they seem they're very phony on the outside. This is not shocking to me. Jimmy Fallon no. has always been very phony to me. Yeah, I've never liked Jimmy Fallon. That being said, you ever think that maybe, just maybe, people are soft like baby poo? Yeah, I I don't think people can handle that like it's a lot of pressure. I mean, it, ratings. Like his yeah. livelihood also depends on, on his name is on the show. Yes, Same exactly. The the show was literally called Ellen. There is a lot of pressure. Yeah, on them to perform to bring in to, so they can get bonuses, so they can get money, so the staff can get bonuses too. Keep right? in mind There's a lot to do with that, and keep in mind where Jimmy Fallon found his roots on television. It was on Saturday Night Live. And if you if you hear these stories uh, from anybody that's been on Saturday Night Live. The place was fun to work at, but it was hellish. Mm -hmm. Uh, You had to work hard to get any sort of notoriety on that show. And there was basically, like, you had to compete to get airtime. So I think that's the world that Jimmy Fallon is in now. Something to keep in mind, where there's smoke, there's fire. And he has gone through nine showrunners. Oh, boy. Okay. since he took over the Tonight Show, how long has it been? Uh, he took it over from Leno in 2014. Right, that was so actually going to be so my guess. nine years. He's, so he goes through a showrunner a year, and then you compare that to other shows like Seth Meyers, Stephen Colbert. I think they've. I, I think Colberts had the same showrunner his entire run. Since the run. Colbert Rapport. yeah, even. yeah, yeah. I, I believe so. Yeah. Same guy, Seth Meyers. He's he hasn't gone through so many people either. What about so, Carson Daly? <laughs> Imagine sitting between Carson Daly and Fred Durst. And here argue over who yeah, I, Chad and Evan Daly. Uh, congratulations to everyone running in the Queen City Marathon this weekend. Yeah, good job. It, it will be uh intense. It's a it's an emotional experience, dude. If you if you've ever run uh even just like I ran a half and I I was a fat kid, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Evan. I was a fat kid in high school, so for me, that was a big deal to even partake in any sort of running event. Uh, But I will say this. to the buffet, but... Yeah, I did run to the buffet. Still do. Well, (laughs) now I just walk briskly. Yeah, briskly. Uh, But if you're in it, I will tell you this. This is a little tip for you. Uh, When running, use the Vaseline on sticks. I'm not sure if they still have the Vaseline on sticks because of Trudeau. I don't know where they put the Vaseline now. (laughs) Tell you where to put it. Tell you where to put it (laughs) on your nipples and in between in your crotch. I mean, that that was actually the first thing I was thinking. Yeah, you got to grease up your crotch a little bit there, too. Lots of chafing, right? Lots of chafing. My nipples bled profusely, gross. Uh, during, uh, yeah, no, well, listen and don't buy a new shirt before you run, buy a white one. No, don't buy a white one. No white shirts when you run in a marathon. No, 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 no. No, no, no. They want to. If you want to wear a white shirt, you wear a white shirt. Well, whatever. If you want to, it'll look like you have uh, red tie dye after because nah, it'll that's be okay. leaking nipples. And so you're not the only morning show host on the <laughs> station that's ran in the Queen City Marathon, Chad. Yeah, yeah. I ran in. Did it you team. run for donuts that weekend or what? No, I ran. In, I ran on the uh, relay team. Oh, okay. Yeah, we yeah. we placed like really high compared to. Well, you probably ran ten. What'd you run? Ten k? I can't remember. Was it ten k? I can't remember which one I did. Nah, probably the shortest one. <laughs> I think I did like 6K well, or something like you that. You still ran remember. in the Queen City Marathon. That's right. Yep. That's right. So you're not the only morning show host. So mm-hmm. let me, if I could give you some advice. Yeah. <laughs> don't drink the night before like I did, even though I had yeah. to run the shorter part of it. Also, know? here's something I didn't know. Okay. Your toenails can pop off. Yep. Chad and Evan daily. We've talked lots about how often people should wash their bed sheets. Yeah, you know, you know. Yeah, you should. I mean, general. Wash them. them at least, you know, once A every year. six months. Yeah, <laughs> something like that. No, <laughs> when they way s- more when, when you when you hit the bed sheets and they go, they're crunchy. Time to time to wash them. So, uh, how often do you wash towels? I don't ask my wife. I don't wash them. You don't do. do you are you saying that's woman's work? No, I am not saying. Well, why that. would I ask your wife? Because she's the one who does that. I don't don't, don't don't. do this. Mm. Anyway, you should be washing them way more. Apparently, some people. Cancel Chad. (laughs) Chad is definitely not saying that. (laughs) I said that Chad said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So, some people. So, with this survey, Mm. uh, people wash them every few months. Like they just let them sit there for a few months before they wash them. Gross. And some people only wash them. Once a year. Oh my God! Yeah. What? So so if you think like Ugh. it's not that bad, it's like whatever towels can can lay around; they'll no. be okay. You you know, maybe hang them and let them dry. Every cup, every few days, they should be changed out. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. You yeah. Know, like I mean, like I'm probably I probably use the same towel for for a week. You know, five right. five times. Fine. Okay. Okay. Change it out after that. That's right? pushing it, I think. But yeah, okay. Well, I mean, whenever. Then the less laundry to do. You also, gotta- depends. Do you do the butt floss thing? No, I don't okay. I don't if butt you butt, floss. If you butt floss with your towel, you should, you should change use, it more often. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, disgusting. It is, it is very gross, but the reason why they're saying this is because uh, a bunch of like bacteria and E. coli can, can grow in there. Fl- if you butt well, floss. That's how you get pink eye. Absolutely. Well, it's clean, so you shouldn't get pink eye. If, as well, long as you're using you your soap and cleaning right it. After. Well, that's the thing. Do you know which side of the towel you use to dry what parts? Do you remember when you hang up your towel yeah. to use it the next day? It's like the inside... <laughs> It's for your butt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the outside's right. for your face. It's like a loofah. If you have a loofah, or even just a rag, or a washcloth, yeah. okay? Say you use it multiple days, all right? Say you do that, okay? You And you're saying to yourself, well, I got to wash my butt last, because you don't want to wash it first, and then wash your face or the, the soap, rest of your, the your body. The soap get it. But, but then, the next day, you use it. You wash your face. Guess what you washed last? Your butt? Yeah. You got it. But that's why you soap it first. Then you do all that. Walking around like an old butt face. Thanks for tuning in to Chad and Evan Daily. New episodes every weekday on your favorite podcast app and full audio available at thewolfrocks.com. Don't miss Wolf Mornings with Chad and Evan. Weekdays from 6 to 10 on Regina's Rock Station 104.9 The Wolf.